Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Clash of the Titles, the podcast that this December puts two Christmas movies with loads in common in a fight to the death to see which one comes out victorious because it's this year's Merry Clashmas Christmas Countdown. Ho, ho, ho. This week in the red corner, after reinventing the superhero genre with the first film, Tim Burton returns to Gotham City for a Christmas movie like no other, killing the firstborn sons, missile-launching penguins, Batman using napalm. Heather's writer Daniel Waters puts the dark into Dark Knight in 1992's Batman Returns. While in the blue corner, after a shaky second outing, Robert Downey Jr. enlists his old kiss-kiss bang-bang pal Shane Black to do the writing and directing on the third instalment, a largely Iron Man-less outing that sees Tony Stark taking on some super soldiers that have had a serious glow-up from 2013. It's Iron Man 3. I've been down here too long. It's time for me to ascend. From the sewers of Gotham... A new villain emerges. You didn't invite me, so I crashed! From the rooftops of Gotham, the perfect enemy comes to life. I'm Tony Stark. I build neat stuff. I got a great girl, and occasionally save the world. So why can't I sleep? You elected me on a single platform. I will defend this country at all costs. The Mandarin must be stopped. So, it's a super-powered Christmas clash this week, but which film is better? Let's find out together. Welcome to the first of the Clash of the Titles, Merry Clashmas Christmas Countdowns! Release the Kraken! 
Hello, Clash Butters. I played this stinking city like a harp from hell. I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crompton. I'm Chris. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, before we get into this, did you see the news today? No. Okay. I mean, it'll be a week old by the time this goes out, but screw it. Um, how much do I love Timothy Oliphant? Uh, a lot. Right. Yes. Sorry, I had to remember who that was there. Yes, got it. Right. Yep. Is he dead? <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's not funny. Why, Sorry. Would it, why would I be grinning from ear to ear? You Tim tell the me. elephant's dead. You, well, now you can, I, I can take slip his in. work. Yeah, slip into yeah. all those yeah. roles. Do you remember you were going to cast him? Cast me. <laughs> uh, not yeah. afraid to point out the elephant in the room there. Thank mm. you, Chris. Oh, lovely. <laughs> lovely. It's lovely. It's a lovely star. Uh, is, no. he in an, is he in an alien? Yeah! Oh, oh Oh, that's fun. There's loads of aliens happening. Which one is he in? He's not in your mate Fair Days <laughs> uh, alien movie. He's in the new Alien TV series. Um, right. And it's rare that I get very, very excited about a TV series. There's a lot of content out there these days. It's the content sphere. It's the fact that this is set on the Earth, uh-huh. 70 years in the future, right. and Timothy Oliphant's in it. Yeah. And I just, I've always wanted to see aliens on Earth in a kind of futuristic city. Yep. But not the Earth at the end of Resurrection, because that's rubbish. Like an actual sort of almost cyberpunk-like future Earth. My only worry is that it's going to be a bit more noodling about synthetics and what it means to be human. What I want is aliens running around basically the set of Blade Runner. Yes. And Timothy Oliphant. (laughs) Well, it's early days, isn't it? (laughs) That's my news. (laughs) (laughs) That's so sweet. That's news. That's lovely. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to tell a quick story? Because I knew I was going to get too hot. I'm already too hot in my jumper. I haven't got anything. Christmas, what are you getting from Father Christmas? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I'm throwing you the ball, Chris. (laughs) Great, great. Thanks for uh, picking up that slack, guys. Yeah, it doesn't do cash, as I've said to the children this week. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. For real? Yeah. (laughs) How much did they want? 20 quid. (laughs) Oh, you could have got free there. Wow. You're going to spend more than that on presents. I know. But it's just not, it's not the spirit of it's Christmas. Yeah, I get it. I get it. They still believe in Santa Claus, don't they? Because he's real. Yeah, they do. Good, good. I don't think we've got long left. I think this is the last one. Right. I said I, that last year, though. I'd say so if they're asking for cash. I know, but that's good because emotionally it means they're ready, doesn't it? They've made the bridge. So yeah. that's good. Yeah. No hearts will be broken. Uh, right. While we're talking about Christmas, we're talking about Christmas. Welcome to part one of Batman Returns versus Iron Man 3. If you are new to the show, this is how it works. We'll be doing Batman today and Iron Man on Thursday, at which point we will declare which is the better Christmas movie. So the clue I gave on last week's show, we all had the same clue. Does anyone want to read it? Uh, have a super Christmas? All three of us had that. Uh, you followed it up on Twitter, Chris? I with... didn't. You didn't? No. Oh, okay. I didn't check, but fine, fine. Uh, you probably didn't because there were a lot of correct guesses which were getting suited up on our Twitter where we are at ClashPod, also Instagram and TikTok at ClashPod. Well done to Matt T, I am Grout, Han, as in Solo, Craig Main, Philip Marchman and Andrew Logan. But congrats to this week's winner with the first correct guess, second week in a row. Amazing. For the legend Robert Farley, mm. long time listener. I think people have got to pretend to listen to the show before they guess. Does Robert Farley not listen? Because I, 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 I'm not sleeping in this week right I was up at 6.30 when it went up or 5.30 and the, the, the answer went up before you could have listened to the show pretend pretend you've listened to the episode oh I see yeah so we saw it spinning to the end wow mm. amazing oh, I quite like that well, I hope any sense of achievement you had, Robert, has dissipated now. Uh, we're, we're, we're unimpressed uh, with your work <laughs> I'm impressed you're impressed if it's a cheat yeah, why not yeah <laughs> it's very revealing <laughs> 
Very revealing. Uh, well, nevertheless, I've got you a prize, uh, Robert. Uh, it's uh, a delicious raw mackerel wrapped in a piece of A4. Enjoy. Connection section. Joan Rivers. Yes, that's such a good one. Do you know why? I know no. she's in Iron Man 3. She's in Iron Man 3 and in the casting procedure for Batman Returns. <laughs> Is this one of these where oh, she's no. not actually in the movie? But... She's not in the movie, <laughs> but she's very closely associated with the movie. She was going to play Catwoman. She was going to play yeah, Catwoman whatever. and then Sean Young punched her in the face and couldn't. So, so Sean Young's infamous appearance on the Joan Rivers show about the Catwoman auditions. What's this? Tenuous, but I like it. Thank you. Tell me about the appearance. I well, why do we wait till we, I do the show and then yeah. it it'll, it'll be a bit it's in the a show. Bit. Well, yeah. Do you, do you know what? Why, why don't you say which I'll be talking about more later? Sorry, that's so professional, yeah. I don't John Rivers, more it. on that later. Great, lovely. Oh, I'll, I'll look forward to that bit when it comes up. There we are. Uh, okay, uh, Chris? Uh, the plans or the tech in these films are, are in other movies. So Penguin's plot to freeze Gotham becomes Mr. Freeze's plan to freeze Gotham in yes. Batman and Robin. I didn't even notice that Wait, bit. Wait, is Peng- the, the Penguin, is he trying to freeze Gotham? Oh, yeah. As well as everything else Oh, yeah. Out. Jesus Christ. I mean, it only lasts for about a minute, his plan to freeze like Gotham. everything but else. But he says, I'm going to freeze Gotham. <laughs> and then he follows that by saying, burn, baby, burn. Stupid. <laughs> what the fuck is this script? Um, and Maya's tech to regenerate limbs was used a year before Iron Man 3 in Amazing Spider-Man. Jeez, oh. God! I mean, this is ruining these movies. I've got good. I've got good. <laughs> I've got good. Uh, using gas and a microwave as a catalyst to blow up a building. Excellent. Yes. Both of them use exactly the same technique to explode stuff. Yes. Uh, pageant girls wearing sashes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, jamming signals, which is done done differently, but it's the same story beat. Mm. Like, I need the Wi-Fi or something in Iron Man 3 and then hacking the address, hacking the speech. Signals, jamming signals, mm. yes? Yeah, I've, I've got one. Robert Downey Jr. Right. Mm. He was working in Hollywood during Batman <laughs> Returns and he's in Iron Man 3. just jealousy done on the John Rivers stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the second time we've mentioned it as well because it got a mention... When we did Blade Runner, I think. Yeah, probably. It's probably. All right. Pay attention. Oh, that's me, Don. Yeah, let's get on with it. All right. On Thursday, Chris will be painting it Shane Black, which means today, how dark is too dark for the dark night? V takes on Journey. Batman returns. Not in this film, he doesn't. He's barely in it. But who cares when you've got Michelle Pfeiffer in fetish gear and Christopher Walken's bonkers voice to distract from the baffling and dull plot points that are mentioned almost as quickly as they are buried. The Penguin needs Shrek so he can have a look at birth certificates. And Shrek needs Penguin so he can extract or flood Gotham City with energy. Not sure. Catwoman hates Shrek, but rather than finding him and killing him immediately, she blows up a Debenhams. And then the Penguin wants to be mayor, but isn't. And then Batman's car gets hacked, and that doesn't pay off at all. He just can't control his car for a bit. And then something about kidnapping babies, which also doesn't pay off. But the point being, we get all our villains, because there are three villains, together in the zoo, and Batman takes his freaking mask off because he basically has a total weakness for telling blonde women who he really is. And then Catwoman repeatedly walks into bullets and then tasers Shrek to death, I think. And does she have nine lives or not? And at least the filmmakers all recognise who the real star is here and have Catwoman kind of survive and appear at the end, thus stealing the entire movie. Hello, is that Joel Schumacher? You're up, buddy. Have fun with it. Whatever you do, it can't be worse. Oh, never mind. There we are. Oh, my God. It's been a huge week for me. Huge. So I'm I writing... feel personally attacked. Okay, we... are you Tim Burton? No. In many ways. <laughs> for the purpose of this yeah. podcast, I am Tim Burton. You've got kind of his hair. I used to. Yeah. Used to, yeah. Point being, 
I'm doing my notes and I, I like to sketch out the, you know, the little the skeleton of the notes before I've watched the film. So I feel like I've done some work before I've done the work. Mm. Verdict, Batman Returns. I love Iron Man 3, but it doesn't matter. Batman Returns, obviously. I haven't seen it for years, though. Mm. And then I watched it. I was like, oh, my God. What is this? <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. This? Yes. <laughs> the thing it's is. absolutely fantastic. You are talking about my favourite Batman movie Period. Have you seen it this week, though? Yeah, I watched it a couple of days ago. <laughs> then I watched it again for fun. So my history is like, I saw it when it came out, loved it, was baffled by it, obviously, but fine, I was quite young. And I've seen it. It was on rotation. And we're like, yay, Batman Returns, love this film. Love Michelle Pfeiffer mostly, like most people. But then now, watching it with a bit of distance and a bit of love to be told a story at some point, <laughs> I just felt a bit... Hey, fuck you, all right? A bit confused. Just fuck you. Vision isn't everything. This is bullshit. You could strip it right down. Oh my god! Uh, so my story with it is uh, you is, made it as the first. <laughs> it was a real. It was a slog, but I, I think I'm my, proud of it. My vision is intact. Oh, your vision's there for sure. Yeah. It smothers everything else. <laughs> uh, no, I saw it at the cinema. This is one of the rare times where I can go. I saw the movie. Was talking about at the cinema. I bought. Uh, weirdly, you mentioned Debenhams already. Debenhams in Canterbury. I bought my first ever movie T-shirt, which was for Batman Returns. What the hell were you doing in Canterbury? Uh, uh, just hanging out. Really? Yeah, look. Have you been? I have been to Canterbury, actually. Right. I went camping in Canterbury and it was really nice. Why do you ask the question then? Because at the time you would have been living in the north and it's a long long way to go for a T-shirt. Great Debenham, sir. Yeah, that's true. Great Debenhams. <laughs> missed, missed, fair, missed. Fair enough. R.I.P. <laughs> uh, so uh, I loved it, absolutely loved it. I remember even as a kid going... The fuck is this stuff with penguins at the end? Even as a kid, I was aware that this didn't make a whole shit ton of sense. And sure, there are questions to be asked about the climax, but it's still the best Batman movie, bar none done. Even Dark Knight. Even Dark Knight. Wowzers with mm. trousers. Mm. When did you see this film, Chris? Well, obviously, it was their opening day with my bro. <laughs> uh, I think I saw this three times in the cinema that summer. Yeah. And it was the best film I'd seen since Batman 1. Yes. Okay. And I, I loved it to bits. Yeah, me too. And I bought it on video, watched it a bunch more times, loved it. And same as me. At the time. Yes. Had a gap <laughs> and then went back to it full of like, oh, what a treat. And I then we just... I didn't think it was that weird and dark, but also I, I thought it had a story that made sense. And obviously... You were wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> I've got some funny quotes about that from Tim Burton himself. <laughs> it's full of love. I, full of, I have love for this film. I feel but... like you guys have grown up and I haven't. Maybe. I think I'm Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll tell you a bit about the film, shall I? Sure. So Tim Burton walks into Warner's, right? Batman's returns on a chalkboard and turns the S into a dollar sign. He doesn't really! <laughs> that's, that's my awesome James Cameron alien story. <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't do that at all because he apparently wasn't that keen on doing it again. Yeah, he um, said Batman's the only film of his that he didn't like. Yeah. But Warners were super keen. Um, and so in order to get the, all, the, get the gang back together, they didn't they double Michael Keaton's money? They gave him $10 million anyway right. to come back. Um, and then they get Sam Hamm from Batman 1 going on the script. He does some drafts, which we'll talk about, but I don't know, whatever. Uh, but anyway, point he, being... He wrote a sequel. He wrote which the sequel. Which is not what this is. Yeah, he did. He wrote the sequel. But Tim Burton's still not keen. And so eventually the story goes... They got him to do it by saying, look, hey, Tim, we're not going to make another... Ba- forget, about, forget about it. We're going to make a Tim Burton movie. And he went, OK, cool. So that's what you've got. I'm fair enough. But so then, as you said... It's, it's maybe Tim Burton's best movie. Tim Burton's best Tim Burton movie. Yeah. Well, what, is there any other kind of Tim Burton movie? Oh, it's so tricky. I love Batman 1. Um, 
I just, there's just so much going on, isn't there? There's just a lot. I was talking to Rahul Kohli of uh, Fall of the House of Usher fame, yep. which we were talking about the other day, and I was talking weirdly about Batman Returns, and I said, this is my favourite Batman movie, and he yeah. went... It might be just too Tim Burton. That yeah. was his review. So it's weird that you're saying exactly the same thing because I was like, "What? No, that's not true." Yeah. But he he was he said exactly that. This is this may be too much Burton. For uh, well, they say it's the Batman movie for people who don't like Batman. I don't even think that's true, though, is it? It's, but it's, he's not in it, and it's not about him. He's not so in if it. you're that's a Batman a fan, it's yeah. not a great Batman. That's movie. a very good point. He's barely in it, and that is a real shame. Um, I don't even I don't care I love Tim Burton you know it's not it's a bit weird to be like, I don't like Tim Burton that's mental but it's just like look at this thing that I've built and I've done and the thing and then it's like but what's the story don't know it doesn't matter doesn't matter it looks so good it's beautiful but how are you entertained the bit where Michael Keaton Bruce Wayne he's just sitting there in a dark room he's just thinking about things how often do you find yourself just sitting thinking about things in a dark room when boom <laughs> bat signal bosh right into his face and he's activated yeah but that's at the beginning that's before you've been disappointed by the lack thereof of a story I would say uh, it's alright at the start because uh, you're like well, uh, <laughs> you know you can have that uh, <laughs> yeah. and the music the music pulls its weight like it's um, yeah he owes Danny Elfman a ton of stuff but anyway point being Daniel Waters of Heathers please will you write me a script because you're a bit dark and a bit off kilter and all the rest of it um, he so- said he signed up for it because it meant he could leave the set of Hudson Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're uh, the friend uh, of yours who you introduced me to, uh, Jake West, mm. uh, the filmmaker. Uh, Hudson Hawk uh, is his, uh, he loves that movie. He mm-hmm. wants to start a petition to get the director's cut of Hudson Hawk <laughs> released. <laughs> That's what the world needs now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does. I think it does. I think right now that could solve a lot of shit. You've got What's coming out <laughs> you've got to have an ambition haven't you in life you have to have a dream so now there's bits and bobs which we'll talk about as we go through but the thing that i'm most hooked on so it was daniel waters idea to turn selena kyle into this pissed off secretary rather than just a woman in fetish gear basically which i think is a brilliant idea mm, and this is what got tim burton interested yeah. it was i think i heard daniel waters say and it was he read the scene where she made the she was making the costume at home and that was when he was like this feels like my movie now yeah mm. and uh, waters also said he was inspired not by the batman comics but by uh, frank miller's electra assassin comic mm. run which is one of the classics yeah but anyway, Daniel Waters, you went too far, Daniel. You made it too dark. So they get a writer called Wesley Strick in, who doesn't get a writing credit, but was there on set, um, just to lighten it back up again. So this is where we. This is what I think. I mean, it's not rocket science, is it? You've had one draft by Sam Hamm, who gets a story by. Then you've got Daniel Waters doing his thing. Thing I'm sure is excellent. But then if you've got someone to lighten it back up again, mm. and you've got the studio say Penguin needs a big plot, and this is annoying. There's a lot of boring plots already going on saying to Shrek I need you what for to look at birth certificates ridiculous it's a building <laughs> like you can get in that building any which way so I need you what to be a legitimate face of my campaign okay fine now I'm going to start kidnapping babies that, that's why you've got all the setups that don't pay off because yeah. because two different screenwriters set up a bunch of things completely separately independently of each other and no one bothered to fix them yeah. and pull them all together because Daniel Waters said, you know, I didn't, I didn't know where the baby stealing thing came from and I don't know why it's there and it doesn't go anywhere. No. 
Um, I like that bit. I feel like that should be more of the film. But we've Me we've too. got we've got four other plans the in motion. All the mayor stuff. People get really. You have to love Question. Gotham City to give a shit about the mayor stuff. So when you say to different screenwriters, this is some of this is still Sam Ham's original draft. No, no, Wesley Strick, as, oh. as Vicky said. Wesley Strick rewrote Daniel Waters. Okay, Daniel Waters was supposed to be able to to rewrite himself, but he said he he sent an eighteen page fax of just anger and hate to the studio when he read what Daniel, uh, what Wesley Strick had the done that's a and they, he move. wasn't very welcome. That's their ink that they're paying for when it's spitting out an 18-page mm. fact, so it's a double fuck Yeah, send it twice as well because Amazing. the 18th page didn't go through, he said. I love that. <laughs> so, joke's on you, Warners. <laughs> I mean, I under, there's some stuff he had to re- they had to remove. He'd written a scene where Robert Wall's character from the first film, who he didn't like, he had him crucified on the bat signal. Okay. <laughs> take, that, take that out. <laughs> Quite like that. Yep. <laughs> It's good. Strong. Uh, and and um, he wrote a bunch of speeches for um, Batman that, that Michael Keaton pulled out yeah. because he said, when I'm in the suit, I shouldn't really speak unless I have to. Mm-hmm. So we've got some revolving doors in terms of characters in and out. So Robin was going to be in it and that was going to be Marlon Wayans. He was paid to not be in it. And Billy D. Williams was going to come back as Harvey Dent and then he was going to become Two-Face in this and on and on and on and on. Anyway, we get what we've got, which is quite a lot as well, I think. You know, they they released the Marlon Wayans figure. Yes. The action figure. Yeah, Yeah, you could buy it. But they, they painted it white. Oh, they put it out. I didn't oh, yeah. Know that. Yeah. Are you joking? Yeah, so it's got kind of high Marlon Wayans hair, like sort of house party kid and play style yeah. that Robin would have had, but white face. Fuck. Uh, Mar- Marlon Wayans still gets money, though, from this film, having yeah. not been in it, so. <laughs> Every cloud. Every cloud. Uh, so. <laughs> did, now. He see the, did he see the doll and go, white chicks? <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> So I, I read a lot of things here that there was no one that was ever going to be Penguin apart from um, Danny DeVito. But th- then I read about Marlon Brando and it's like, OK. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not true. No. Daniel Waters said that was not anything <laughs> that he ever lie. heard. I mean, is there more perfect casting in the history of cinema <laughs> than Danny DeVito as the Penguin? No, there isn't, in fairness. It's, it's, it's a very well cast movie. Yes. yes. Mm. So let's talk about Catwoman, who's definitely not Sean Young. So the story goes... And she's told this story as well. I'm here for it. Yeah. So she was going to be Vicky Vale in the first one. She fell off a horse. She's told other stories about that, that she, it was all, I don't know. Uh, She fell off a horse. That's definite. But maybe in her view, maybe they could have waited for her to get, she broke her shoulder. So they're like, you're out kind of thing. So she doesn't get to be in Penguin 1. Penguin 1? The the Penguin 1. Batman (laughs) 1. Right. But she kind of thinks maybe she'd have a shot at Catwoman because she was going to be in the first one. So Tim Burton likes her. So. You know what? They're different roles, though. But they're really different. <laughs> they're really different. Uh, but she still feels like she should be at least be seen for a meeting kind of thing. But Tim Burton does not agree. So what happens is she kind of storms onto the lot bursts into like a someone's someone's office not Tim Burton's office he's like I'm not here I'm not here and she jumps over someone's desk or something and she's like I'm Catwoman and he's got a panic button under his desk and he's like get the fuck out of here and then puts her face on a bit of paper and distributes says this woman's barred from the lot do not let this woman back on right so she's livid because Tim Burton wouldn't return her calls wouldn't see her was not interested in her for Catwoman he was scared he was scared so she goes on John Rivers and it's just mm. not good it's very so cringeworthy it's awful so she's made it looks is it like, on YouTube yeah yeah oh, okay, yeah okay. so John Rivers is like here she is to tell her side of the story Sean Young's not going to be Catwoman because everybody wants to be Catwoman because obviously Batman 1 does huge business and it's a really big deal hmm. so she comes on in like a very it looks homemade 
maybe it's homemade, but it's very campy Catwoman, like the 60s Catwoman. And she just does this extended piece to camera where she's going, oh, I can't even do it. It's so awful. Do she's it. like, I can't watch. She's like, it's so, no, I can't. Do it. Do it. Do it. I literally do it. I can't. Because I can't remember what she said. Do it. Make something up. Do an abridged version. Do something close to it. That was weird. Can we just sit with that for a minute? Anyway, so... Uh, she's like, and then she basically slags off Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, she's like, whoever she is, kind of thing. Like, who Ooh, is she? Okay. So, the, but also, I didn't realize, you should look it up on YouTube. It's all very awful. Um, but I didn't realize that it had originally mm. gone to Annette Benning, mm. but then she was pregnant, and obviously, pregnant people cannot work. I mean, in fairness, in that suit, uh, depending on how far along the pregnancy she was and how far she'd show uh, <laughs> during filming, it's probably fair to not have a pregnant woman playing Catwoman. Interesting uh, Jesus Christ. I can't, believe, I can't believe that's your angle. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh, pregnant women can't do anything in that suit. It was a few well, weeks before they were due to shoot. She uh, announced that she was pregnant yeah. and wasn't going to do the movie. Yeah. Um, Daniel Waters said uh, in the interview I listened to, uh, she was impregnated by Warren Beatty, <laughs> and she chose and Dan- she chose Warren over us. Daniel Waters, that cannot- makes no sense. <laughs> she chose the baby over she you, baby. not fucking Warren. Jesus, Daniel. Daniel Waters cannot say a single sentence without making it dark. I know. <laughs> she was impregnated by Warren Ugh. Beatty. She chose him. What? Because that's his property. Yeah. She's having a baby with Warren. No, she was impregnated <laughs> by Warren Beatty. Um, Actually, I, I've used quotes from this before, Burton on Burton by Mark Salisbury, but they, uh, Mark asked him about the, the, um, this unfortunate stuff with Sean Young, and he says, he's, just, he's very upset about it. He says, the simple fact is that casting is just a choice. I wasn't shunning her. She made it into this big deal. I think she always wanted to play Catwoman, which is fine. It's a great role. I'd like to play Catwoman. <laughs> but unfortunately... <laughs> I'm it's pregnant. A, it, <laughs> It's a choice. She's screaming Hollywood system and I'm saying artistic choice. Sure. It's so difficult, isn't it? Like you forget when, because what's alarming about the Joan Rivers thing is that actors are supposed to be so, take everything with a plum, aren't they? Like, oh, that didn't work out. And it's the professional face of rejection, which is the, mm. the schedules didn't work or whatever. And she's really annoyed. And mm. she's, you see behind the curtain where she's like, you're rude. Mm. You know, it's unprofessional to not get back to me. I am Catwoman. She's convinced she is Catwoman and that it shouldn't have gone to anybody else. And you're not really ever supposed to see behind the curtain in that way. So yeah. it's a bit upsetting. You say, um, oh, Michelle Pfeiffer's going to do a great job. Not, yeah, of course hey, you do. fuck Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, whoever she is. And when right. you see that, the first time I saw that interview was only like a couple of years ago and you grow up with Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman and there's no doubt that she's the best person for it. Mm. So it's just, a, it, it's just, yeah, it hasn't worked out. Anyway, McDonald's hated it because of Happy Meals, and but it's too dark for Happy Meals or something. Um, uh, did you do you find did you find it dark? I remember one thing kind of screwed me up as a kid, just because I think it's unexpected in a kids' movie. And it was the Ice Princess being pushed off the building and landing on the switch mm. to turn on the Christmas lights. I always found that as a kid. I remember thinking that's really fucked up. I think I think when I was a kid, it was penguin biting uh, that guy's nose. Yes, <laughs> and then as an adult watching it, it's the penguin being this sexual predator. It's just very oh, uncomfortable yeah. in this film that's really aimed at kids that yeah. is gross. it's not made for kids but it's it's ain't marketed and aimed at kids which is not yeah it's not tim burton's fault no you he's, are doing, he's doing his thing yeah a comic book film yeah i that's the, it's the line where he's like i'd like to show my french flipper tricks so many uncomfortable of them. it's really upsetting well he grabs 
a boob, doesn't he? That's yeah. later on, yeah, where he puts yeah. the, the, the badge on the young girl's breast. Yeah. And it just doesn't feel like any of it needs to be there. No. I mean, there's enough going on with him that he doesn't need to be <laughs> a predator, sexual predator. On. The bit that scared me this time was when he's dying and he's got all the black stuff coming out of his mouth. Quite tragic, though. No, I didn't think it was tragic. Oh, really? I no. feel really sorry I, for I him. can see why it's been portrayed as, and I, I nearly get it. It's, not, it's just an emotional blind spot for me. I just didn't quite connect. I want to know how they train those penguins to carry him into the water, because that's impressive. Some of them are mechanical penguins. No, they're some all real. The, no, they're not all real penguins. No, they are. I've seen it. I've, <laughs> I've seen the movie. The, there's all this stupid stuff on the internet. Like, the penguins got treated like royalty. They have their own refrigerated set. That's just how they live. You can't <laughs> not refrigerate them. They will die. <laughs> they can't be warm. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? They were, is... they were kept cool, as, yeah. as cool as they wanted to be on yeah. set. The divas. Oh, okay. Right, uh, we'll talk about it, shall we? Then. Well, would you like to know what uh, Tim Burton says about his issues with story? Yeah, I would actually. Uh, he says. In any of my movies, the narrative is the worst thing you've ever seen. That's constant. <laughs> um, see? Great guy. Yeah. Self-aware. This is, this is, again, this is from Mark's book. Um, he says, um, some people are really good at narrative and some people are really good at action. I'm not that sort of person. <laughs> me directing action is a joke. So if I'm going to do something, just let me do my thing and hope for the best. Do you know what? I really respect that. That is brilliant. Yeah. That is brilliant because you say that. And I remember the first movie where the Batwing sequence in that first movie, I, I think because that was my introduction to Tim Burton pretty much, yeah. I always considered him a brilliant action director because yeah. it's a really cool sequence. I, I've, I've never thought of him as a bad action director, no. but I guess we've seen Batman films since that have had proper action. Sure. <laughs> and, and I guess you're, you're, you're so much more aware now watching it of how stiff uh, Michael Keaton is in that suit. Mm. And so your hero isn't able to turn. Swish. He's just sort of punching from... So he's very <laughs> cool at doing the no-look punch <laughs> and, and, and kicking to the side and stuff, but there's not much else going on. You say, I mean, Christopher Nolan's first Batman movie, Batman Begins, the action in that is pretty rubbish. It's like all the fights are shot way too close and, you know, you learn on the job. You do, with millions of dollars at stake. Of course you do. Uh, Right. So, I just, I mean, the thing is, I put this on, I'm like, the music, I love the music. I'm so excited that we're doing this. And that stayed with me for ages, but it just kind of wears off. I was like, we're going to have a great time. But are we? Question mark. Yes. Uh, right, so Cobblepot Mansion, a mm. baby is born. Shot like the start of Citizen Kane. Yes. <laughs> We're starting strong. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but this baby eats cats, which I mm. thought was very funny. I like the cage thing that the baby is in. Mm. So, mummy and daddy. Did you see it's got the little, I never noticed before, the little rubber duck hanging outside the cage. No, it's I didn't. a little toy, which is exactly the same as the duck he drives mm-hmm. later. But I like that duck. Mm. It's um, good duck. <laughs> That's literally the opposite of what Cuddles the Monkey used to say. Yeah. I hate that duck. But I do like that yeah. That dirty, cracked duck. I do like it. I love the fact that when they take Oswald down to the river, <laughs> they've got a black pram and the pram that they pass has got a white pram. That's mm. really nice. Uh, but down to the river to be with. Now, it's fine, but you're like, hmm, sewer penguins. Don't know, because you haven't seen the zoo yet. So you're like, river sewer penguins, they're not a thing, but okay. So uh, You don't know what is in the sewers in these major cities. Gotham is basically New York. For years, they thought alligators were in the sewers of New York. So penguins in the sewers, it's entirely believable. Yeah. So then it's 33 years later, mm. which Danny DeVito must have been absolutely thrilled <laughs> by. Yeah, but I guess, it's, is that not important? This is like a resurrection story, isn't it? 
Yeah. Is penguins are Jesus. Thirty-three years old is how old Jesus was when he died I and got resurrected. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I think there's how a lot. Did of... you not know that? I don't know what I've actually even thought. <laughs> to be honest, I think you could a... have said sixteen. I would have been. Yep. No, thirty-three is a big number. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's important. It's because of Jesus. Yeah. And I think that's why I did because there's a lot of biblical stuff here, isn't it? The Moses stuff with the baby going, yes. And then later on, he's leading his people, or his sorry, his penguin friends <laughs> yeah. to the promised land and stuff. And yeah. then he's Jesus. Mm. Okay, it's all baked in. Some wow. Of my, some of my favourite quotes from this show so far. I love that duck because of Jesus. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. This is gold. <laughs> So here is. Uh, can anyone do a Christopher Walken impression for me, super quick or not? Because I can't. I actually tried over the week. Did you? Can you say pesky nonsense? No, I, can't, I can do it. Fuck. I can do it. Don't look Are you at me. gonna have a go? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I used to try and do it uh, from View to a Kill. Uh, that was the only time I tried. But I've done it before on the show, and everyone looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, I'll do it then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the, 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 does the, it help the, if I don't look at you? The, I don't set, know. the setup line is someone going, "That's quite a view." Okay, uh, shall I say that? Yeah, that's quite a view. Yeah, to a kill. <laughs> That's all right. It's not bad. It's all right. It's all right. Middle of the road. Can you say pesky nonsense? <laughs> no. <laughs> Only Christopher Walken can say that. That is fair enough. And so, Kevin Pollock. He's so good, though. <laughs> Isn't he good? Uh, Christopher Walken. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is good. But like, I was like, okay, he's got a power station and he's got a department store and none of that pays off it, to no, my the, mind. The power station annoys me. Yeah. Set up completely forgotten about. It's such a big about. deal, isn't yeah, it? It's like, yeah. I'm going to extract the energy or something. But that's why he needs Cobblepot, because he needs him to be mayor so he can approve the power station. That's so existing mayor. boring. It's not even a power station. It's a capacitor. Oh, yeah. It's going to store power. Although you're waiting for someone to go, and then I'm going to sell it back to Gotham at a raised yeah. price. Don't bother saying that. They no. just, just, literally, his plan is, I'm, I'm going to store well, power. Well, because he says a million dollars saved is a million dollars yeah. made or something. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a little bit of a mad plan, but it, it, it's still so cool, though, whenever he speaks, <laughs> Max yeah. Shrek. I mean, it's not what Daniel Waters wrote. He, he wrote two insane villains, Penguin and Catwoman, and then Shrek was supposed to be the face of corporate America. And so he was supposed to be the straight man. He said, then Tim Burton and Christopher Walken got hold of the character. <laughs> he said, I'm not unhappy. I love Christopher Walken. But you've got three crazy characters now, whereas one was supposed to be yeah. the normal. I think it is a problem when you get to the end because you've got someone who's a villain in a cage and you're like, but you're a villain. So who? what do I care who lives or dies in this scene now? Like you can have moral ambiguity and complexity, but at that point, you're like, Shrek could die. I don't care. Like, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, sure. I hadn't thought of that. Anyway, the point of Max Shrek mostly for me is that he is Selena Kyle's boss and she is not yet housebroken. Oof. Oof, what's uh, a lie. I wrote it down. I thought, I don't know how Vicky's going to feel about that. It's brutal. Mm. You piece of shit. Mm. <laughs> but it's good because he gets what's coming to him. Uh, she's full of self-doubt. She's full of shame. She's full of anxiety. That won't last very long, but that's all good. She's just excellent. Then there's like oh, this sequence. We're lighting the tree or something. And then what is this? So later on... Is this what it's like in Highgate when you do it? <laughs> oh, almost identical. I actually I actually wondered whether they'd <laughs> been inspired sort of by this movie. Bow you house should, nightmare. You should dress like... Uh, 
Max Shrek next time you do it. Put the wig on. <laughs> yeah. going to dress as the ice. It's me. I'll do the ice princess on you. No, know, Vicky, you could do ice princess. No, Thank you could do Max Shrek. And I'll, be, peng- I'll be penguin. <laughs> that works. Shall I put my duck? So the trouble is, obviously, we'll find out later. It's the Red Triangle Circus. Is that right? But now... Call them the Red Triangle, gang. It's easier. They're Red- called... They are actually in the movie because fuck this script, yeah. apparently. Uh, they're called the Circus Gang at one point. Yes. And the Clown Gang, I think. But they are the Red Triangle Gang. The Red Triangle Gang. Mm. But to the uninitiated, you're watching this scene and it's like, there's clowns here now and skeletons on bikes yeah. and some presents that are exploding. Great. And then a Baroque zoo. It kind it's of annoyed just- me. We've done clowns in Batman 1. Yes. There's no Joker in this film, so I don't think there should be a clown army. I don't think there should be green toxic but sludge as it goes either. sense, though, because he was a circus freak, in inverted commas, as they were called. He was a circus freak, yeah. and that's how he formed the gang. I know, but he could have been many things. He doesn't. You're using the logic to explain the logic. What is a small penguin child going to, to be? Just live in solitary forever and just, be, just not join a circus? I guess. But you <laughs> need a gang. Do you? you? Need a gang. You need, he needs some muscle to terrorise Gotham on behalf of Max Shrek. You can literally pick apart this script, but it no, it does make sense within its own weird logic. That's what I just said. Oh. <laughs> Great, so we're on the same page. <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyway, we send out the bat signal. We're going to get the big guy out. Here he comes. How does he dispatch the baddies? He trips them up. Not fun. <laughs> I was a bit disappointed. They're like, get yeah. Batman, here he comes. And then he's just going to leg you up with the car. It's, uh, it is one of those moments where you go, but what was that device for before there were villains <laughs> on stilts? Why does your car have that? Like, Why does the car have sticks? Yeah. You, you, you can't have fought that many people on stilts that you've built in a stilt no, destroyer. I, no, that's, that's a Batman tradition, though, mm. going back to the sharp repellent bat sure. spray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great moment. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, so, now, in the zoo, they make a joke of it, but still, it's a bit like, aha, look at my script doing this. Yeah, it's, I'd said it first, so it's fine. The penguin wants to hypnotise Shrek with a brolly, but then they're like, no, I really do want to do that. And it's like, okay, whatever. But the point being, Shrek is like, ah, uh, not Shrek, the penguin's like, we well, need to team up. Why do we need to team up? Because I want to find my parents. Oh, okay, cool. Just ask. No, 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 what I'll do is I'm going to blackmail you to do it. It's like none of this, the power dynamic there the f- the forming of the alliance is all messed up conflict equals drama you gotta have a bit of conflict right what's the conflict the conflict is max doesn't want to do it and then the penguin threatens him to do it so they're butting heads initially and then max comes around yeah. to the idea but what does he, he not want to do let it. him into the city I mean, but imagine the scene where the penguin goes oh, i want to find my parents and max goes okay end scene it's not a good scene yeah he should say i want to be mayor it's like Shrek convinces him to be mayor, but that should be his plan from the beginning. I want to be mayor. You help me do it. Okay. And I want to find my parents. No, because the thing is the penguin, like he he realizes he's uh, a freak. And by Max convincing him to be mayor, the penguin succumbs to his own ego. Oh, I see. And then, and then thinks he's one of the normal people and thinks he could literally be mayor and forgets his roots as an outsider. So if he decides to do it, it it undermines that arc. I agree though. You're right. So, so he, Penguin has kidnapped him because he wants him to help him find his parents. Yeah, that's what he says. Why isn't he just hire a, detec- hire a detective? <laughs> or break into City Hall. Yeah. It's so easy. <laughs> right. But we need him to kill the firstborn. So he, has, he can't just... I, I don't know. I think you're making it sound really easy that the Penguin could just walk into City Hall yeah. and get all the records of the firstborn sons of Gotham. I think you need think a ruse. Could, yeah. I don't think he could. I think Have you could. seen him? Yeah. No. I don't know. Really? Anyway. Um, Those places are quite protected by security. Okay. He's oh. got a circus gang, though. 
that can just get in there. We discussed this, the Red Triangle Gang. <laughs> Sorry, the Red, red Triangle Gang. Uh, we're going to talk about Catwoman after a break. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Because she's the point of this film. So anyway, here is Selena Kyle. That she's, I don't disagree with. Yeah, and thank God for her. Mm. Um, so she's working late, she's being all curious. That gets her pushed out of a window. Brilliant scene. What Absolutely does curiosity brilliant. do? <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. He's amazing in it. She's amazing in mm. it. It's all good it's stuff. It's a phenomenal scene. The so fake good. out, yeah, then the it. push. But that shot of her hitting every awning on the way down, it brings tears to my eyes. It's so brilliant. Yeah, it's really mm. good. And so she's kind of, it didn't, none of this matters. She's either eaten by, I think that's what I thought when I was little, saved by or transformed by, but whatever, by laws of cats. It was disturbing. I remember as a kid, and mm. even now it disturbs me, the cat chewing on her finger yeah. is quite a disturbing sight. Mm, I'm getting into her mouth. It's, it's yeah. not Because nice I think they at. are going to eat her. Because the awnings are there to show that she wouldn't have died from her injuries. But then the cats are there to, like, cat spit, make her a cat. Kind of thing, mm. yeah. I mean, I don't. Doesn't matter. I don't know that we need to work out <laughs> why falling out of a window turns you into a cat woman. <laughs> it's a great twist, though. I mean, in the comics, she is just a cat burglar. Yes, I think this is a, just a great idea and a great concept, and it works so well. It, it just brings the film to life. Yeah, it's so good how it's. In, in some ways, it's a bit depressing, but in some ways, it's good because even when I was watching it in the nineties, you're like, "Yeah, Shrek, you're a terrible man. You deserve it." And now you're watching it, you're like, "Yeah, you still just like." Yeah. It's not like. Do you remember those times when people yeah. used to talk to people like that? No, you still deserve it. You and go, girl. You fire up that sewing machine. That's right. <laughs> you make your own clothes now. <laughs> that whole scene. I it's. I remember it as a kid, uh, specifically for one reason, but the scene of her destroying her flat yeah. uh, the sort of repeat from earlier because you've already seen her go home once and yeah. this time she goes home as Catwoman but it's the destruction of hello there into hell oh, here oh I love it it just I, <laughs> as a kid it made me just grin from yeah. I'm saying, you're like, how I clever is that how clever you're like, oh my god if you just take the over there <laughs> it was literally that I'm like, you don't think why she got hello there in neon no, on her wall which doesn't gel with her other decor <laughs> at all she's like stuffed teddy bears and pink and whatever pastels and then this cool neon sign the drinking of the milk thing i still can't cope with like she drinks a lot of milk and it makes me feel nauseous you don't drink milk i don't drink milk no i don't like it okay i couldn't i I don't think i could drink a carton of milk to save my life to save my life i could but i don't i don't drink milk i drink oat milk and almond milk now but uh no 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 dairy lactose intolerant yeah Mm. i know yeah i just well i just don't find it refreshing in any way so no it's 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 Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> I'll have it in things. It's boring, but anyway. 
Anyway, so, uh, yeah, she makes her awesome costume from some sort of shiny Mac thing that she's got and her sign changes. Do we mind that there's absolutely not enough leather on that coat to make that costume? No, we don't. I don't know why I don't mind, but I don't know where she gets the shoes from. Who knows? Uh, So she is now activated. She's going to be a superhero, sort of, supervillain. She rescues a woman in distress, but he's quite rude Mm. to her because feminism is complicated. so easy. Uh, now then, she does treat us to I am Catwoman, hear me roar, but she doesn't meow. She <laughs> should do it there. She does it in a bit. She shouldn't do it there, which is uh, a missed opportunity. I don't, think, I don't think I'd have liked to have seen that. Why? Because, I mean, hear me roar and then meow doesn't work, so she'd have to roar and see Michelle Pfeiffer roar. I'm not sure. Hear the roar. Yeah, okay. I, I'll have to think about that. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm all right with it. So now Shrek making the penguin the mayor. This all begins here and then... I think the penguin. Oh, is this the? He's advocating for global cooling. Is that the bit we use? I want to make the world a giant ice box. Actually, a great idea. uh, It turns out. Burn, baby, burn. What? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and I think... Literally the next thing he says. Hey, why? Someone's reading that on the day, though. On the day, you'd be like, oh, fuck, sorry. Has anyone got a pen? Just cross that out. That doesn't make any sense. Don't say that. Does Christopher Walken say, I didn't rewind it, should have checked. Does he say... Does he say the word poontang here? <laughs> because I think he does. Yeah, I think he does as That's well. That's not pleasant. Mm. Um, never mind. We'll just forget that that ever happened. Catwoman blows up the Debenhams. She does fine in the meow, which oh, is important. Oh, the, the flips and the meow and the explosion. Oh. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> it's genuinely, it's another brings tears to my eyes moment. It's just <laughs> flip, 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking cool. It's Her good. skipping around the department store as well. It's hilarious. So have you seen the stuff on YouTube where when that scene was shot, mm-hmm. you know, she whips the heads off the mannequins. So yeah, do you know this? That went viral about a year ago. Yeah, it's yeah, so good. It's so cool. she was, she trained for ages to learn how to use the whip properly. She didn't want to fake it. So she got so good with it. So it's it's the film, they're filming the scene and it's like, okay, go. And she takes her time and she does it and then she just does it in one take. She gets all the heads off the thing, relaxes, spins the whip round, does a little skip and you can sort of feel everyone be like oh, fucking hell and then someone shouts cut and they're like yeah and she just does a little bow like I'm awesome with this thing because one take wonder to do, I mean it's unbelievable mm. that you can even That's learn awesome. to do that That's it's so good awesome. anyway Batman and Catwoman have a fight he's a bit smitten he will also do a meow <laughs> in a bit which I'm less keen on but fine now then oh this I don't like this this is Daniel Waters' fault I think I'm just going to say it, but I find this hard. Catwoman goes to see the penguin. And then he says the line, I can't even do it. You are, this is, and it doesn't matter, just the pussy I've been looking for. Hmm. Like, gross. Don't do that. It's an obvious thing to say, but let's it's not. What, it's what Penguin would say. I know, but that's a shame, isn't it? He's not shown himself to be a charmer through this film. <laughs> he's, he's just talked about touching and groping his assistants in his mayor office. Yeah. I quite like that sort of empty warehouse floor that the Penguin's living on where he's got his little desk in the corner and then his gang are just sort of lounging around at the other side of the room. It's a little cool setup, very yeah. Tim Burton. But the bit in this scene that really bothers me, and it's... Uh, it's I think it's part of my change I've got a bigger change but it's where she goes God this makes me feel so dirty maybe I'll just give myself a bath right mm-hmm. here and then starts licking and washing herself I'm like this is taking the cat analogy too far she's not actually a cat she's just <laughs> licking plastic and rubbing plastic 
It's stupid. I think the problem is, this is the let's team up to bring down Batman scene, but it just takes forever. And the, the, then when she started licking the vinyl, mm. it, did you? Did anybody else be like, oh my God, do you remember George Galloway on Big Brother? That's all I could think and I couldn't <laughs> unthink yeah. it. I want to be the kitty. <laughs> I want to be the kitty. <laughs> Meow. And just pull your skin off. Yeah. No. Wow, fucking hell, I'd forgotten about that until just now. That's the worst thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> it's the worst thing anyone's <laughs> ever seen. You just want to have never <laughs> seen it. But it's happened, I though. I don't know. Rula Lenska encouraged him. She did. I'm sorry. She's, it's, oh, God, she's, does she hold up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God, is everyone all right? Does anyone need a Rennie? Uh, <laughs> she really put that bird in her mouth. She did? Yeah. She said she probably wouldn't do that now. I think it's a mad thing to do. Because of disease. I yeah. Think, but, but peck your cheeks. <laughs> I just find, I think it's a very bold thing to do. Um, anyway. It'd be so. an interesting sensation. I mean, if you're if you ever asked the question, what's the weirdest thing you've ever done in a movie? I put a bird I in my mouth. Bird. That's quite a good thing to have in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got a date night for Bruce and Selena. Mm. Uh, as a Vicky, I object to the reduction of other Vickies as, quotes, ice skaters or stewardesses <laughs> because I am neither and I can't do either of those things. No. Hey, you it can just, dream, though. So you're, the, you. you're the most rubbish Vicky of them all. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? The trouble is, when I saw this when I was little, I was like, oh, in America, a Vicky... I didn't know that they thought that about the name Vicky. We, <laughs> like, need, we need a supercut of this where we insert one of us into it. So he goes, I skate... She goes, I skate as a rest stewardess and we go... We got one worse. <laughs> we got one that isn't even though. <laughs> isn't even those. Unpack that for a minute. Think about that. I'm good with. I'm good with not unpacking it. I'm going to just let it go, letting it float away into the ether there, and moving on. <laughs> anyway, Vicky's are, are not worthy. Apparently. Anyway, I guess this is meant to be hilarious, but they run out on each other. Ha ha ha. It's good. It gives Alfred something it's, to it's, do. It's a screw. Comedy. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're an hour and 15 minutes into this film and Batman suits up. I mean, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Fine. No, he's been suited up before. No, but not in the full, in looking at the rack of the things and doing right, the thing. Not sure. in any way like but that. But we've seen him fight the Red Triangle gang earlier. <laughs> With a stick. <laughs> Catwoman lobs a chair at him. Good. Uh, someone does she steal the ice princess? Yes, she does. She steals the ice princess. But she doesn't think she doesn't think the penguin's going to kill her. No, she doesn't she think the penguin's going to kill her. So she's not. That's all a funny bad. line when she said, "I thought you were going to scare her," and mm. she said, "She did look scared." <laughs> yeah, it's good. That's really funny. Mm. She's then pushed to a fake push. She is pushed to her death, but fake push by Batman kind of mm. thing. I do think it is dark, but it is funny that she relights the tree. Like I like that. It's not for kids, but. Mm. I found good. it quite upsetting as a kid. Uh, oh, that's good. But uh, yeah. I didn't clock that. That's what she was there to do. So uh, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> poetic. Because she does the joke earlier when she's rehearsing, going, so the tree lights up and then uh, I press the switch. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, that's not that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stupid. Ba- Batman, <laughs> Batman says every woman he tries to save winds up dead. We don't have any evidence of that. We do not. No. Do we? Vicky Vale's not dead, is she? No. No, she just oh, left him because he told her the whole truth. <laughs> She couldn't handle it. She's a Vicky. Yeah, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> I meant me. So, oh, I don't like this. Penguin straps his brolly to Catwoman. She, she screams a greenhouse down. Weird, fun moment. Great moment. But what is it? Like, I know she's angry. Oh, no, have cats got high... Can cats break glass with their voice? She has lost another life. 
Uh, she does oh. have nine lives and she's running out of lives because she's lost another life by falling into the greenhouse and dying. Oh, so I she's see. furious that she's down to, at this point, what, seven lives, eight lives, something. Uh, oh, okay. Mm. I'll buy that. Sure. Okay. Any other questions? The Batmobile is hacked. Ugh, this goes on forever. Nothing happens to Batman. He's just in his car going, oh, damn it. <laughs> that's it. But you get the funny visual of the penguin in one of those tiny little oh, rides outside a supermarket yeah. with the Batmobile controlling it, rocking back and that's forth. That's actually quite scary, isn't it? It is yeah. really scary. Yeah. Um, Still the coolest Batmobile, this Batmobile, better than the Tumblr and uh, better than whatever Joel Schumacher did to it. <laughs> Love this Batmobile. Okay. And, no, out of the movies, not the 60s. Uh, that's, a, that's, that's, that's a car. That's, that, that's a great Batmobile as well. <laughs> this one gets skinny. It does. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. It leaves a lot of bits of itself in the street. I mean, yeah. does Alfred have to go out and pick them up and rebuild it? Yeah. Well, it can't just go to this boy. It can't just go to any body shop, sir. Do we give a shit? <laughs> uh, granted, that's a bit weird. It's like, <laughs> yeah. the fuck are we it's, talking about? It's like a live intestine. Like someone goes, but it's fixed now. And we haven't told the audience it got fixed. But it doesn't so. even come back. It doesn't. We don't need to see it fixed. No, it doesn't, does no, it? No, it's the bat boat. Ugh, anyway. Uh, right, so the Penguin's speech is hacked when he's doing this mare, boring mare stuff. I don't like Bruce Wayne scratching the CD. Oh, my days. <laughs> <laughs> Not how CDs work. Not how it, Not any how it, of it works. No, no. And no. we'll give away the ruse as well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Someone's like, oh, it's not you talking, because yeah. someone just tried to scratch a CD, by the way, which you can't do. Hey, Alfred, Alfred, imagine if I was a DJ. Watch this. Alfred, Alfred, watch, watch. DJ Fat Man. <laughs> Pretty, cool, PH, PH. Pretty cool, Alfred. So, yeah, the Penguin speech then offends the crowd. He's offensive, which, we're joke, in a sign of the times doesn't instantly make him boss of the world, right? Oh, Funny. Thank political. you. Thank you. Political, political with, with a big P. Let me take the mic out and drop it. <laughs> But then he machine guns everybody. So I get what you're saying now about him... He realises he could never be... Yeah, yeah people, he, he, he forgot the fact he was an outcast. He became popular only to be reminded in the most extreme manner that he does not belong in this world. Yeah, he wanted to be uh, one, a Gothamite and now he gets to say, I'm not a human being, I'm an animal. Yes, so it's back to the series for him in that dirty duck that we mentioned. Wants to do a Herod, fine, it's Christmas, get it. Kill the firstborn sons, so festive. I like that. But it, it's such a shame. It's such a big swing. It's such a big plot, isn't it? Like, that just should have been the plot somehow. Agreed. It's too much. Agreed, and we, sh- and we should see it in action. Yeah. Because it, it never it never gets going. I'm yeah. imagining this is where McDonald's said, we're done with these Happy Meals. We're going to kill all the kids. <laughs> even, even a character in the film says, isn't killing all the children a bit much? And McDonald's are like, yep, Happy Meals. They'll appeal to both your second and firstborn son. That's such a Although good they point. carried on the campaign for most of the summer in McDonald's, so it's not entirely true that they, like, pulled all the marketing but i guess it was too late it was yeah. still, this wasn't a flop either this was still a fun. big bloody movie yeah, oh no this was it. a hit i'm just saying a lot of people got upset about how um unpleasant the content was mm. i'm but, pretty sure i went i was taken pussies, to see, right? yeah <laughs> i think i was taken to see this by my parents and mm. i don't remember anyone being like well that was a bit but it was just like oh that was a bit weird bit offbeat whatever mm. but fuck they wouldn't have said offbeat but <laughs> um, ever but um, i remember thinking <laughs> okay <what>? anyway <clears throat> Batman, right, Batman, yeah. yay. So, uh, oh, this is a weird note, I don't remember this bit. Shrek's having a party, oh yes. Mass Ball. The Mass Ball, mm. 
who talks about erections? That's my note to myself. Someone's like, oh, it's a bit hard. I can't remember. I remember thinking, okay. And then, uh, oh, we all wear masks. Yeah, okay, I get it. And let's kill them. they're the only ones not wearing masks. Because they wear masks every oh, yeah. day because they're catwalking and Batman. Oh, yeah. it, I good. like the use of this song here, Face to Face by Susie Sue, because the the... the I mean, I love Batman. I love Prince. I loved that Prince bloody soundtrack of the first film. It's not the Prince album you listen to now, <laughs> no. is it? And it makes no sense, really, in the context of that film. But here, that's like a gothic tune that's written by Danny Elfman and Susie Sue, who feels like she sh- should be in this scene. Yes. Like, I, I like the fact they've used a piece of music that actually works for the setting. Yeah. It all comes together a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. And actually, the action here is good because then when the, the floor explosion explodes, explosion is amazing. great, so good, really good explosion. Oh, it's, it's practi- fun. Then real- practical effects, good. It's, it's fun. Then realizing that they're cat and the bat as well. Yeah, I like that. I like it. And then, you know, there's real fantastic sexual friction between the pair of them. Yeah, agreed. It's uh, it's an interesting call uh, that Max Shrek, for all his villainy, clearly does love his son Chip because yes, he does. does he yeah. does take his place. You're kind of surprised. You think that no. Max Shrek is going to go fuck it? I, yeah. I care about Max Shrek even no, over my son. It's good character building. It, that's actually really good, isn't it? Though I suppose it's because you're about to make him. You're about to put him in peril, so you had to do something nice. nice yeah, otherwise but you not enough care. for you, huh? No, no, I found it confusing. I do like the soldier penguins. I like the fact that they've got the little hats on. <laughs> they are many. Many of you won't be coming back. <laughs> Funny. I think that's brilliant. It's so funny. Great. So we've got Act 3. We're going to get our Act 3. Everyone's going to come together. We're going to have a big set piece. I think it's a mistake to have Shrek over a vat of toxic sludge because you're like, ah, oh, Jack Nicholson was fun. The problem with this is that it's water. It's not toxic sludge. He's mm. he's suspended over water. But the penguin points to it earlier and go like and says, you know, I'm going to lead them into this toxic sludge. But you've seen the toxic sludge earlier, and it was bright green. Yes, and that's not the same thing. So that in itself is very confusing. You're like, this is not toxic sludge. Yeah. Okay, that's a fair point. Logic. I, yeah. Now then, so uh, the penguin, the penguin army, they're going to kill a hundred thousand people. Yeah. Is that right? They've got missiles. Oh, yeah. Okay. And a blow off <laughs> into smithereens. <laughs> what yeah. did you think? I don't know. I've seen this film so many times. Obviously, was never paying attention. <laughs> but now Alfred, he's, he's going to stop that. We get the boring... The stat, it's everything static. Static hacking. Batman somewhere being static. Don't like that. Uh, finally, Batman is on the move. Now Batman's in the boat, isn't he? Yeah, but he's not. He's like this. He's not moving. He's not doing anything. He's just the boat's st- moving. It's doing a loop de loop. You don't. All they do. Penguins. I notice. You can just see the windows. They're just firing water at the window, so it looks like it's moving. Anyway, but then you get the external shot, and it goes around the. T- it's very cool. Yeah. I remember thinking that's a cool moment because the score's playing as well. Yes, uh, he sets some bats on the penguin. He blows the place up. Someone blows the place up. Penguins the, blow the, the place. The place up. blows up. <laughs> Sorry. Now then. Catwoman faces off with Shrek. This is what we've been building to. Why did she not do it hours ago? Like, she knows where he is and she hates him. He tried to kill her. So why have we waited until now? The, you need a false thing to keep them apart. There hasn't been anything that's Doesn't kept them apart. Doesn't she get distracted by the fact Batman uses napalm on her and so her hatred diverts to Batman at that point? So she yeah, gets distracted by wanting to revenge on Batman. That's why she teams up with the Penguin. I suppose. I do like the line where he offers her a very big ball of string. That's clever. Not just a ball of string, not just a big <laughs> ball of string, but a very big ball. I love that. I like the bit where... Batman uses her name and Christopher Walken in the midst of all this chaos goes Selena Kyle you're fired <laughs> yeah. he also asks why is Bruce dressed as Batman <laughs> who's that for who is know. that for it keeps on going oh what well, like- what even worse then Selena Kyle goes 
Because he is Batman. I know, shouldn't have that. <laughs> shouldn't have that. So Batman takes his mask off. I'm still shocked by that, still, which is childish and stupid. I don't know, but I just am. I'm just shocked by how um, weak that material is. Yeah, it rips in a weird way, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. like... It's, 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 it's meant to be like bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then he's like, don't do this. Come and live with me in my castle. And you're mm. like, go and live with him in his castle. It sounds all right. Yep. Don't she you says, see we're the same? Yeah, we, we get it at this point. Yeah, yeah. we both we're, wear my... You no, know, I know. <laughs> we split right down the centre. Yep. <laughs> Got it. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's really hard. So I'll come and live with you in the castle. But then she says, like, no, I couldn't live with myself. And it's like, why? Why no? Why not? Well, don't want that go against her character just settling down with a man is that what it is i don't what? i don't mind if that's what it is but i just missed it well, like, she's all empowered now i'm catwoman hear me roar <laughs> but she could still live he'll, in a castle he'll want to control he'll want to control her that's what men do that's what she should have said oh it all starts off it's all fun and games at the start <laughs> this scene's not long enough yeah they should <laughs> yeah. definitely get and into then before that before you know it you're like where have you been it's like what do you mean where have i been i'm a cat i'm allowed to go out all night onwards saved by kitty litter <laughs> So, yeah, uh, this shooting thing, is she trying to die by Shrek? No, she's trying to get close to Shrek because she wants to murder him. He has a gun. Right. So she knows how many lives she's got. So she's willing to sacrifice those lives to get close to him. Yes. To electrocute him with a taser and a generator that he's leaning against. That's correct. Mm. That's brilliant. I didn't see that. I was like, are you you trying to take your own life in a dramatic way? No, she she says. She even said, I'll save one for Christmas next year. Oh, yeah. So this taser kiss, that apparently kills them both. Um, So... In the original script, a Matt Shrek was supposed to be Harvey Dent, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. That character could be the DA, a corrupt a, a DA that's becoming corrupt. Mm-hmm. And so this electric shock would have been what turned him into Two-Face. Ah. Great. So it's sort of a hangover from earlier on in the script and yeah. earlier on in the film, actually. Yeah. Um, I think I'm kind of sad. I mean, I, obviously, Chris Walken, Matt Shrek's amazing, but I, th- I would have liked to have seen Two-Face, yeah. Billy D. Williams doing that, because he's great as well. It just feels a bit neater as well, doesn't it? Because you just get to do another one from the canon. But, and... but I think what happened was basically Burton wanted nothing to do with the first film. Like, that's why so much was cut from the first film. And they ended up having to pay Billy D. Williams off just to not involve him in this one. Mm. It's a weird thing, though, to go, I want nothing to do with the Batman. They even debated <laughs> whether they mentioned Vicky Vale, but they decided they had to. But he didn't even want to do that, because he just wanted to just... He, ignore what had happened first time around okay. he really hates it that much he just says it's the film he doesn't feel any it's the film he, there's the most scenes he doesn't like and that he doesn't feel any closeness to it it doesn't feel like it's his i should i mean this is certainly more his and that's why i like yeah, it's it a, that's a batman movie this is a burton movie mm. yeah uh so this i know i was a bit mean about the penguin and i didn't connect with his tragic story but on his little legs, you know, he's dying. And then when his penguin family slide his body to his final mm. resting place, I mm. thought that was freakishly moving. I agree, 100%. Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic yeah. scene. Yeah. Really, really good. The bit where he picks, ah, shit, I picked the cute one when he goes for the wrong umbrella. Nice. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I remember loving it as a kid. And then it's all a bit, ugh, so. I did, agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's he, a bit, yeah. Uh, his did, last line, ugh. Did he just Good will toward men and, and women. Oh, cool. <laughs> Oh. Welcome, sister. And also, so it's. I, I, think I wouldn't have said that until I met Catwoman. By the way, that's, the, was... that's what he's saying. I didn't give a shit before, to be honest. Yep. Did you see Vicky Vale? She didn't care about stuff like that. Yeah. This bitch, however. Um, so the point is, I think it's pretty obvious. Obviously, Catwoman was going to die, 
and then your 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 suits, your big wigs, mm. they see it and they're like, "Fuck me, she's amazing! Mm. Don't kill her. Obviously, don't kill her." So there's that final shot where it's a it's a body double, but it's obviously Catwoman mm. and she's still alive. I remember seeing that this and being like, <gasps> "Yeah, she's still alive." Yeah, they, they they slipped that in two weeks before the film was released. It's wild, isn't it? Mm. But it's good that someone recognises yeah. like this is the star of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's it. That's the end of the film. Good job, Vicky. Well so done. we did say it didn't... Right. It made a ton of money. It didn't make the same ton of money that Batman did. No. And so it was, he was not invited back <laughs> to do the I next mean, one. Would he have? I don't know if he would have, no. to be honest. What's the point? He liked doing this one, but yeah. he, he was done with this lot. Yeah. Right, let's do the bits then. So, Chris, what was your best scene? Uh, penguin addressing his penguin army. It's just endlessly <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> Even when he says, I'm going to blow your erogenous zones, Scott, do, do penguins... I suppose they do, don't they? I don't know. They have zones, but do they register them as erogenous? Pleasure centres? Unsure. Just keep talking. It doesn't matter. I did a deep dive on how birds have sex recently. Did you? Yeah, it's fascinating. How do they do it? They've got holes. They rub their holes together and then there's something inside one hole. I can't remember. It was a while ago. Did you just not do it? Have you just told a massive lie? I saw some pigeons on a roof and I was like, oh, that's how they do it. That's how they do it. Doggy style. Yeah. Okay, cool. What was your best scene? Uh, uh, Two special mentions. First of all, to Selena Kyle's death at the hands of Max Shrek. Uh, Also, a special mention to her destroying her flat when she returns home. But the best scene in the movie for me is flip, 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 meow. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Mine is uh, Selena Kyle being pushed out of a window and revived by cats. Uh, who's your most valuable whatever star Alex. of the movie Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> as Catwoman no genuinely even before you called her star of the movie she's just absolutely fantastic in this in every scene it is really a Catwoman movie with yes, a cameo from Batman but yeah I think she's just wonderful I, as a kid I had a massive it's the first time I'd seen Michelle Pfeiffer I had a massive crush oh on her oh my god it's so confusing and now as an adult I can just appreciate her fantastic performance she and have a crush on her she said the suit was so tight she couldn't hear because it's right on her eardrum, like do eardrums. It's right pressing up against her ears. So for the first few weeks, whatever, she's just shouting her lies because she can't hear anything. I read they shrink wrapped her into it. <laughs> they vacuum sealed her yeah, in. Yeah, okay. I don't understand that. Well, you, you suckle the you air suckle out. the air out. Mm. It's brutal, really. Mm. So yeah, you couldn't have been pregnant. You're right. That would be really uncomfortable. Oh, thank you. I didn't think about it like that. No. I, sp- I know. Do you no, know what? You I'd didn't. Th- you saw red. You saw. Se- <laughs> because you know what I do know. Just hashtag serious for a second. Okay. It's really hard to ensure pregnant people on the sets of whatever, which is mental. Because just because you're pregnant doesn't mean you're more of a liability. But the minute you're pregnant, they're like, you can't work here because we can't insure you. And that's the reason pe- pregnant people don't get. Those. So it's the insurance company's fault. Yeah, of course. Right. Uh, uh, usual. You're, you're, you're picking Michelle Pfeiffer as well. Yes, I am. Yes. Um, as you both done that, I'm going to quote. Tim Burton, I don't think there's anybody better than Danny at making the horrible acceptable, so I'm going to give it to Danny DeVito. Apart from the the booby grab and stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he oh, yeah, he doesn't make any of that acceptable. That doesn't work, does but it? But he is a fantastic penguin. It's yes. such an amazing thought. And actually, when he got the script, he said to Daniel Waters, you've written a Danny DeVito character here. Yeah write the penguin and so he went and rewrote it and took out the jokes and the funny stuff that would have made it a much more warm and likeable penguin because DeVito was like you know make it nasty give me me something give me something to act okay I like that yeah Uh, Chris what would you change oh let me look Um, I've said all of my changes I mean fucking hell get rid of the clowns Um, (laughs) stop stop penguin talking about wanting to get his peen wet Um, (laughs) um, 
Uh, Peen. Yeah. That's awful. Um, uh, no, all right. My big change is give Batman some scenes. Yeah. You've called it. it Batman Returns. <laughs> By the way, when Daniel Wars first met with Tim Burton and they were talking about the title, Daniel, uh, Tim Burton said, I don't think it should have a title. <laughs> he, was trying to get, he was trying to get it through. He, did, he said it doesn't need a title. At the all? man is mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, thought, he thought they projects. could release it without a title. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, give Batman. Wow. Make it, put Batman in it. Uh, what's your thing? Uh, yeah, like Chris, I've done a lot of mine as we went through. But my main thing is, uh, once you hear Danny DeVito explaining about his plan to uh, use the cute umbrella to lure the firstborn sons into the toxic waste, it's what we talked about in the Die Hard episode. Like Joel Silver said, once you know there's a bomb on the roof, the roof has to then explode. Mm-hmm. In this, you talk about that. You need to see it. Yeah, You need to see it. And you can't have uh, an entire climax of the movie one strand of this climax end with a note with from RSVP. Batman <laughs> yeah. going the kids can't make it and you're like and then we're off into this whole other thing about the penguins blowing up you want to Batman's got to save a thousand children yeah yeah it is maddening. It is. It is. But they don't give a fuck. Mm. They do not give a fuck. And it's fine because the film looks great. Mm. Or you tie the two together and you have the penguins, you know, instead of the, the Red Triangle gang kidnapping them and putting them in that toy train, which does look cool, you have uh, them marking the houses with the firstborn sons, like Herod mm-hmm. with the firstborn sons, and the penguins are going to launch their missiles at, at those houses. houses. Yeah. So then Batman had to stop the penguins, which in turn saves the firstborn sons. Yeah, that's great. Mine's only a little one. Mummy and Daddy Penguin, Mummy and Daddy Cobblepot, I would like them to not be dead. So when he goes to the graveyard, it's like, oh, that's a shame because they, it's such a brilliant start. And you, then when I realised I wasn't going to see them again, I felt a bit disappointed. And Especially because it's Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, and it would just be such a good scene. You go back to the mansion and you get to see, and he, they, maybe they've kept his bedroom the way it was and you could see all of his weird toys. And then he sees the cage and he remembers and then yeah. he kills them. Yeah, yeah. And they, they lie. They're like, oh, you were kidnapped. We've been looking for you ever since. And then he, re- yeah, something like that. I think it's, I think the reason they've done that though is so that Bruce uh, can say that line, I hope he finds his parents and it's to make him an orphan so he's, yep. you've got that that mirror image of, of Bruce Wayne yeah I know it just felt a bit forced. it was brave casting Paul Rubens uh, at this point in his career it was a year after the incident Ooh. okay good for Tim Burton rock and roll <laughs> uh, that's it we're done alright then uh, quiz or no quiz uh, I've got one question see if either of you can answer it okay why was the UK premiere of Iron Man 3 pushed back a day uh, is it a happy or sad answer? Uh, depends on how you look at it. It depends if you lean to the left or the right. Because of the election. Brexit. Was oh. it the Brexit vote? No. Brexit referendum. It was, it was a funeral. Princess Diana. No, that was, that was a little while ago. Oh, Margaret Thatcher! Correct. Oh Points go God. to Alex. Ding dong. The witch yeah, is dead. The witch is dead. <laughs> yeah. Here, here. Yeah. <laughs> Weird notes when the podcast on, but <laughs> no, it's, it's good. We should do that more often. <laughs> nice bit of trivia. Nice bit of trivia. Right, that is us done with Batman Returns. Next week, let's look ahead as we continue our Merry Clashmas Christmas countdown. And who has the clue? I've done one. Uh, yeah, I think it is your clue week. So yeah, hit me. Uh, Bad Santa. Ooh. Yeah, Bad Santa is your clue for next week. Right then, that is us done for this episode. We will be back on Thursday talking Iron Man 3 and seeing which of these two films will be victorious as the greater Christmas movie. Until then, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your pods, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, where we are at ClashPod. Till Thursday, have a great week. Clash of the Titles is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.